Hello and welcome to The Word, bringing you the good news of Jesus Christ every day from the Redemptorist of the Baltimore province. I am Father Gerard Knapp of St. Peter the Apostle Parish and the National Shrine of St. John Newman in Philadelphia. Today is the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When do we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When do we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least brothers or sisters of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when do we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger or naked or ill or in prison, and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Through the centuries, many artists have painted this scene of the Last Judgment based on this parable of the sheep and the goats. In these paintings, the exalted Christ has separated the righteous saints on their way to heaven from the wicked sinners on their way to the torments of hell. Frequently, The faces of the redeemed reflect bliss and joy, while the faces of the damned reflect utter distress and terror. Perhaps many of us have pictured this scene in the same way. Now, if Jesus were painting this scene, I wonder how he might display the faces of the characters in this parable. One way might be that the sheep be welcomed into the kingdom and the goats 
being cast into hell, have the same facial expression. One of surprise. Neither the good nor the bad expected the ending they got because they did not anticipate the criteria by which they were judged. Both sets of people responded with the same question. Lord, when do we see you hungry or thirsty or naked or sick or in prison or a stranger? Neither the saints nor the sinners realized that in the acts of service and compassion rendered or withheld to the least of the human race had sealed their own fate. To truly, it was a surprise ending for everyone. Perhaps the second surprise to this parable is that small and concrete acts of kindness are used as the criteria for great judgment. We expect great judgment to be based on great actions. Huge acts of heroism receive the Congressional Medal of Honor. Great exertion and prowess is rewarded with gold medals at the Olympics. On the other hand, the more heinous the crime, the stiffer the prison sentence. But in this parable of Jesus, the ultimate rewards and the ultimate punishments are based on relatively minor actions, feeding the poor, clothing the naked, welcoming the stranger, visiting the sick and the prisoner. These are noble acts to be sure, but they do not seem to be the stuff of final and eternal judgment. And yet, this is precisely the point of the parable, hence the surprise. When Jesus ascended into heaven, his return was expected to take place in a very short while. St. Matthew wrote his gospel 40 years after Jesus lived and died and rose and ascended, and the return of Christ the King had not happened as anticipated. Christianity was no longer new, and the church had grown lax. So St. Matthew retold this gospel story, surprise ending and all, to stir the Christian community again into the lively, active, loving people of God that they and we have been redeemed to become. It now has been more than 2,000 years since Jesus' ascension, and we still await his return to judge the living and the dead. At the last judgment, whenever it takes place, let us not be surprised that our ultimate destiny, heaven or hell, will be based on how during our lifetime we have treated Jesus Christ, determined by how we have treated others, especially the less fortunate. Amen.